0: Pastor John, you recently tweeted Joshua 4.24, which reads, He dried up the Jordan, that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty. And then you added the word missions to the tweet. How does Joshua 4.24 relate to global missions? Well, I'm glad for the question, because I love to talk about this. Um, let me let me read this, the text that I was quoting. This is Joshua four. 4- 23 to 24. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you passed over as the Lord your God did the Red Sea. So you get the splitting of the Jordan and the splitting of the Red Sea as as one big, great, miraculous way God is dealing with his people, which he dried up for us until we passed over. So that, now here's the purpose clause. Why did God split the Red Sea? Why did God split the Jordan in such a stunning and miraculous way? So that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. So what that text says is one of God's purposes in the Exodus, And in the entrance into the land with a a stretching forth of his mighty arm in dividing the seas was so that the news would spread everywhere among all the nations, Yahweh, the God of Israel, is supremely mighty. Now that's that's what I mean by missions. We, we, we read in Psalm, six, um, Psalm what, 96, uh, declare His glory among the nations and that becomes the theme of many missions conferences. Well here it is. God is declaring His glory among the nations. God is a missionary God and so what I would do to expand it and explain it would be to say from the very beginning when man fell and God inaugurated a plan of redemption, God had the nations in view. Even when he chose Israel to focus on for 2,000 years, he had the nations in view because he said to Abraham, I'll make you a great nation and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed, Genesis 12, 2. So when he chose Israel and began to do his mighty works, In and for Israel, he was doing them always on the stage of the world with a view that the nations would see his glory. So if you go back to Exodus 14, where they're coming out of Egypt, he says in chapter 14, verse 4, I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will pursue them, and I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his hosts, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. Now, here's here's the question. When he did that, when he put his glory on display for the Egyptians, is that the only thing he had in mind? Or did he have also in mind that this news is going to spread everywhere and people are going to know Yahweh is the true God and some of them by grace may turn to the true God and be saved and that's what missions would be. And what I had in the back of my mind when I wrote that tweet was Rahab. Probably nobody you know, knew that's what's in my mind but Hebrews 11.13 says by faith Rahab the prostitute, she's in Jericho, about to be destroyed as they cross the, the Jordan there, Ra- by by faith, she did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. That's Hebrews 11.31. Now my question is, why did she do that? Why did she do that? And here's the answer, Joshua two nine. Rahab said to the men, I know that Yahweh is, has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land melt before you. How did you know that? Verse 10, For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the kings of the Amorites to Sihon and Og, whom you devoted to destruction. So God had Rahab's salvation in mind when he split the Red Sea. That's what I mean. When, when I say that God's exalt, exaltation of his own glory in the salvation of his people is a missionary act, I mean the reputation that he's going to get from this is going to lead people like Rahab to humble themselves before Yahweh, uh, stop putting up their rebellion against the true God and embrace him and, and be saved. So when I said mission in the tweet said missions period, he dried up the Jordan that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty. That's what I meant. Thank you, Pastor John, and thank you for listening to this podcast. At DesiringGod.org, you'll find a related sermon, which is titled, The Spirit Wants the World for Christ. And there you can find thousands of other free books, articles, sermons, and other resources from John Piper's 32-plus years of ministry. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening.